Welcome back to another episode of Broken Silence Real Talk. You already know it's your girl, Christine. It's Grind Time Monday, baby. For those of you who the grind didn't stop over the weekend, you have a second job, third job, you got to do what you got to do to make ends meet for your family, for yourself. I see you and I salute you. For those of you who have had a couple days off now and you're returning back to your grind this this Monday morning, I see you too. Salute you, get it on and poppin'. You already know, I kick off each of my episodes with gratitude, because gratitude is a must, but I'm going to do things a little bit differently, because this is the week of Valentine's Day, and everybody gets caught up in Valentine's Day, that we forget that Valentine's Day should be every day with our loved ones, with the people that we love, whether it be your girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, Mom, dad, grandpa, granny, sister, brother, whoever it may be. Whoever it may be. But we get so caught up in Valentine's Day. We put so much effort into Valentine's Day that after Valentine's Day is over, we're like, oh, I can breathe. It's like Christmas. It's like, oh, shit, I don't have to spend, no much, I don't have to spend any more money anymore. We shouldn't be thinking like that. Show your loved one how much you love them each and every day. Okay? That's that's my message for you guys. I'm going to play a song for you. And while I play a song, I'm not going to play the whole thing. If you know it, sing along. You can just, If you don't want to sing along, just feel out the beat, man. Just feel out the beat. I know my R&B lovers out there. I know my great ones out there. I know my loved ones are out there. I know it all. So while this song plays, take some time. Before we kick off today's episode, today's episode, we're going to talk about personification of love and what love means to you, what love means to me and the different types of elements of love and how we can get caught up in different things. And we think that it's love when it's really just the illusion of love. And we're going to talk about labels and how we can drop those labels and what those labels actually mean and what they're actually saying. So right now I'm just going to play a song. Think of your loved ones. Embrace them, show them love, appreciation, and then I got a little challenge before we start talking today. So, I'm going to play a song, and I'm going to say for my loved one, Shells, this is for you. I know your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me. you guys just took a moment to yourselves like I did to just 
appreciate the ones you love pray for the ones you love strengthen the ones you love and just help guide them you know when you guide somebody with love it's the most powerful act that you could possibly do so i'm gonna start off with saying you ever heard the expression unexplainable love well i'll I'll be the first one to tell you this shit until recent times and i mean probably within the last month of my life i if you came to me about a month ago i'd tell you you're talking shit you know you it's just that shit's just not real however within the next within the last month four weeks three and a half weeks four weeks that shit is motherfucking real unexplainable love is real and I just want to let you guys know you, you could have it it's out there and it will come to you and the way it will come to you is through your spirit when your spirit and someone else's spirit attract each other that shit is I don't know it's just I can't explain it that's why it's called an unexplainable love and it's real and I wanted you guys to know that that shit is real and for the first time in my life I can say I've experienced that. I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just leave it there. I'm not really gonna go too deep into it, but I'm just gonna say that I've experienced it, and I'm beyond grateful for it. And I'm excited, nervous, scared, happy. I think I'm all the emotions, except for angry, because nothing to be angry about. But I'm just excited. To see what possibly a new journey of my life could bring. And I think we have to understand something about love. You know, because as we move through time, love can be redefining itself. Because history has a way of hiding things. We look at love as Disney shit. And people are like, yo, that shit's not real. There's no way that's possible. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We define love by what we see. And a lot of us think that what we see is what we value, which is highly incorrect. I'm going to give you an example of an author book kind of thing. You pick up a book, you read it, you love it, you enjoy it. What do you naturally do? You tell somebody else about the book and how it spoke to you and how what you think that you read is true so now you have now become the author within the book that you read because you are you are now taking on those words as your own so you need to be careful of what you listen to and what you're reading out there and what you're spreading out there because a lot of us are spreading what we think is love To other people when it's not so I need you guys to be very careful because love is not candy you cannot throw that word out there loosely because a lot of people do and I'm gonna tell you this there's a big difference between loving somebody and being in love with somebody there's a big difference between it and not a lot of people recognize that and not a lot of people understand that 
So the first thing that we're going to chit chat today about is connection versus attachment. The connection piece is, you know, it can also be known as love at first sight, stuff like that. But I really want you to think of a connection because connection versus attachment is very different. And I really think we need to know the difference. So connection, also known, again, as love as first sight. Have you heard of the puppy love shit? That shit's real too. That shit is real. When somebody makes you feel butterflies in your stomach, when they say, I love you, you can feel it. That's a connection. That's a real connection. Communication is is a built component or it can start right away. That's a connection. If I'm able to communicate with you and it's not forced, it's a connection. I'm able to communicate with you and I can build with you. Sometimes you got to build it up. Sometimes it starts right away. But that is a connection. A connection is also a journey of two people who understand what love is and who add to each other. They don't take away from each other. They add to each other. A lot of people were out here thinking to ourselves, yo, I've been through a lot of shit with this dude. I've been through a lot of shit with this girl. I got to ride it out. That is not a connection. You're just building history with that person. And history has a way of hiding things. A lot of people mistake the history, the, the bad, especially the bad shit that they get it, that they get into situations that they regret being on later on in life. And it's really hard to get out of. You have to be careful of that. You have to be very careful of that. As I said, it's a genuine and you can feel it when somebody say, when somebody says to you that I love you. A connection is something that you feel. I want you to take that in. A connection is something that you feel. Attachment is something that you take. And when I say take, I'm going to explain myself. Attachment is, we're going to change that word attachment because we're going to, just to help people grasp the concept of what I'm trying to tell you guys, we're going to change the word to possession. That's my man. That's my girl. That's possession. That's possession. And people who have addictive natures within themselves tend to focus on attachment. Have you ever gone through so much with somebody where you're like, nah, there's no way I'm going to let a next man reap the benefits of my work. There's no way I'm going to let a next woman reap the benefits of my work. That's not a connection. That's attachment. You're now attaching yourselves to them. When shit hits the fan between you and your girl, you guys separate, whatever, and you're like, okay, cool. I'm good without him. I'm good without her, blah, 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 blah. Shit carries on. And then somebody messages, messages one another, and it's not even like, hey, how are you? It's more like, yo, you trying to fuck? That's not a connection. That's attachment. They just want to see if they still have access to you. And just like men do it, women do it too. Let's not front. As I, I'm a woman and I'll tell you right now, we more dangerous than these men out here. We way more dangerous. We're, yo, 
We're very meticulous. I ain't trying to call us out. I ain't trying to degrade us. I'm not trying to do none of that, but I'm just going to say what it is. Women are more dangerous when it comes to them things. So you got to be very careful when an attachment is over connection. Another term that we use when we're identifying love is selfless love. Okay? I think a lot of people don't really understand what selfless love is. You know? So I'm going to give you a little rundown. It can be giving without asking for anything back. Not at all. Don't be looking for no... Like if I give you $100 and I'm doing it selflessly, I don't even have the notion that you're going to give it back to me. I'm giving it to you because I want to. I'm giving it to you because I want to do it within my heart, not because it's a kind thing to do. And I think that that's what a lot of people get confused about. You don't do something for somebody selflessly because it's something kind to do. You do it because you just want to do it. And I think selfless love is free-flowing, nothing forced, very free-flowing. It's genuine to the point that you can feel it. And one of the most powerful acts that you could possibly do. I can possibly, I can say that I love my friends, like my genuine friends. And there's probably like five of them that I would probably give my shirt, the shirt off my back to, you know, who I can say I love genuinely and selflessly. When they call me, I'm there and I don't look for them to do anything back for me. And I'm now learning in my life that they also love me selflessly. And that I, it's okay for me to go to them. It's okay for me to ask them to do something because they're not looking for anything back from me. And because I know now that what I thought love was, I thought love was when a man takes advantage of your body. And I learned that from my uncle molesting me. And you're scared. You want to just go into a friggin' shell like a turtle and just cuddle up and just don't do anything. So that's why I started doing for people and not want anything back. Because what I, I don't want nothing back from you because I don't know what you're going to give me. But now I'm starting to open up my eyes to that. That there's some real people out there who genuinely love me and who genuinely want to help me. I really just want you guys to take that and if you're a person like that who's gone through shit in your life and we are the givers and we're not takers, it is okay to take. A lot of people, the only thing is a lot of people have used taking advantage because that term is very real because people do take advantage of people, but people have taken that, that those two words to a whole different level. When you take something from somebody, it doesn't mean you're taking advantage of them. Sometimes it just means you're seeking help, that you need help. It's okay It's okay to get help. I always say it takes a community to raise a village. It is okay to get help. It's okay to continue to give selflessly, and it's okay to receive selflessly. I'm going to repeat that again. It's okay to give selflessly, and it's also okay to receive selflessly because we get so caught up in the negative connotation around taking advantage that we believe that 
we're not worthy of asking for help because we do not want someone to feel like we're taking advantage of them. Strip those labels off and rebirth through relearning. And that's what we need to do. We need to do it as a community. We need to do it as a culture. Whatever culture you are, we need to do it all together. And this is the time to do it. We're going to touch on love versus lust. Hmm. Oh, love and lust. Love and lust. What do you guys think that is? Take a second and just think about it. Think about what love is, and then I want you to think about what love, what lust is, and then I'm going to change the word lust to something else. We're going like, so to scramble our brains this Monday morning, man. And if you're in Toronto, just drive safely, please, because I looked outside my window and I seen the snow and I was like, oh, Lord, I'm not looking forward to the drive this morning. But I want you to really take in, think about what love is, and I want you to think about what love is, what lust is, sorry. So just think about that before, before I get into it. I'm going to explain to you what I think love is. And then I'm going to ask you guys to text me. And then on my next episode, we're going to have a little chit-chat about it. And I might just have a special guest with me. Just maybe. It's in the works. Just maybe. So for me, love, this is what I believe. Love is an expression and it's and an experience within the person. When you can experience somebody, that's love. And like, I want you to think of the the value that the word experience holds. Experience is a deep word. Like, I was able to experience you. That's some deep shit. And I really want you guys to sit there and take, just take it in. So it's an expression, an experience within the person. You have to find somebody who compliments you while knowing what love already is. When people say, oh yeah, shit works 50-50, no, it friggin' doesn't. Shit works 100-100. I can't be 50% trying to give my all to somebody else. Because if I'm trying to give somebody my all, that means I'm at zero. That doesn't make no sense. You need two people who are 100 and 100 and then go 50-50. They will never lose the value of 100 if they do that. I really want you guys to take that shit in. And you can't look for love in someone. I'm tired of people doing that. You cannot look for love in somebody. Love is an experience. If you have to look for love in somebody, that means you truly do not love yourself. Know what love is. Love your own company. Love being alone. Love experiencing yourself first. Love understanding yourself. You cannot go seeking love in a man or a woman when you do not love yourself. Because you are going to drain them. That's how toxic relations happen. 
Because a lot of people are looking for love because they're hurt. They're mending. They're mourning. They're heartbroken. And they're just trying to forget that heartbreak within somebody else. And then they stumble upon somebody else who actually wants to love them. Because they understand what love is. But you're trying, you're loving them through your pain. And that's not fair. And loving somebody through your pain can come off as selfless love. It can come off as that. But what you're doing is giving them toxic love. Because you are now giving somebody else something that you wanted to give the other person. So it's no longer genuine. And we feel that it is genuine when it's really not. I really want you guys to take that in. So when you go through a breakup or heartbreak or whatever, just heal, yo. Just heal. And some people think it takes long to mend. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay? Because sometimes it takes breaking up and then you cry for a week, you cry for two weeks, and then you're done. You're like, shit. I owe I does I owe myself better. That person never loved you. They loved what you, they loved what you could do for them, but they didn't love you as a person. They didn't love you as an individual. They didn't love what you bring to the table. And that expression, yo, you watch what you bring to the table, yo, that shit's real. And the reason why I think people use that term, well, when I hear, yo, what do you bring to the table? Because where do people talk at a table? Where do people lay shit down at? At a table. When you have a plan with somebody, where do you sit? You sit at a table. Think of like a meeting. So that shit is real. You know? And for me personally, I can just say that I've healed from the last relationship that I just got out of, my 10-year relationship. And I started to love myself again. And love found me. I didn't find it. Because I stopped searching for it. I stopped searching for love outwards and I searched for love inwards. And I fed myself the biggest thing that I could have done, which is love. I fed myself love and stopped feeding others love. When you feed yourself love, trust me, man, it's the most amazing thing in the world. Most amazing thing in the world. Because you got to love yourself selflessly. And a lot of people call it cockiness. I call it confidence. When you hear somebody talk about themselves, and there's a difference between confidence and cocky. Like, yo, you somebody could say, Yo, you're a good basketball player or you're a good artist or you're good whatever. And it's okay to say thank you. I know. I'm. It's okay to say that. You can say thank you. I know. I've, I've tried to practice my art for some time. That's not being cocky. You're confident in yourself. Why do you think you continue to do it? Because you know you're freaking good at it. Well, someone's like, yo, your artist, your, your, oh, your artwork is dope, yo. I'll be like, yeah, yo, I know. Respect. When somebody comes to me because I love writing spoken words. Like, yo, Christine, yo, your writing is sick. I'm like, yo, thank you, man. I really put time and effort into it. I loved it too. That's not being cocky. That's confidence right there. That's me loving my craft. It's me loving my passion. It's me loving me. 
And if somebody wants to take that from me, they ain't for you. Because real love don't drain you. It compliments you. It adds to you. It uplifts you. It motivates you. Hustle and motivate. That's what real love does. And now we're going to talk about lust. Because I was just about to go on a rant. Because I caught myself just now. I was about to go on a rant of love. But I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. We're going to change the word lust to infatuation. That's what we're going to change it to. Because I don't really like the negative connotation that lust carries with it. So we're going to change lust to infatuation just so that we can grasp the minds more. The minds can grasp the concept more. So infatuation, it mimics the understanding of love through a sensual feeling of love created by sex. Let me fucking repeat that shit for you. It mimics the understanding of love through a sensual feeling created by sex. Let's talk about toxic relationships. How many of you guys, I'm sorry, raise your hand up high in your car, raise your hand high up in your bed while you brush your teeth, wash your face, listen to this in the shower, raise your hand high. If a lot of you have been in toxic relationships and one of the key things that has held you guys together is the sex. I'm going to let you know I have my two hands up in the air. And let me tell you why that happens. Because that feeling of love or the mimicking feeling of love, when you're upset with somebody and you're feeling pain, what do you tend to do? You take it out. And when you guys have what you call makeup sex, makeup sex is usually the best sex. Now you got to ask yourself why. Because all of your emotion and feeling is into it and you're like, oh, this is great. This is amazing. But what happens two weeks later or a week later or sometimes even the same day? Shit goes back to the same fucking routine. That's not love. That's infatuation. It's control. It's possession. Think about that. I've done it. I know you guys have done it. Now it's time to take away that label. We got to strip that down. We got to unlearn and then relearn. We got to evolve with love. And people who lack the true understanding of love give off infatuation, which also leads to what we talked about earlier is attachment. I want you guys to tell me what you guys think. I really do because love is such a deep topic and it's such a, I don't even understand. I don't even know the word to describe it, but it's, it's more than deep. It's, it's awakening. Love is a spiritual awakening. I really believe that. So I want you guys to contact me. I want you guys to text me, call me. I don't even care. You can call me right now. I'll answer the phone. It's 437-488-4871. Or you can DM me on Instagram, which is impact over intention. You already know my Facebook. It's broken silence. Silence is not meaningless. 
I'm really interested in knowing what does love mean to you? And if you guys have any questions for me about love, I can try to answer them. I can only answer them. I'll be straight up. I can only answer them based on my own experiences and what I've learned through healing myself. But yo, I'm going to try. And as I said, I'm going to try to bring in a a special guest. I'm going to try. It's in the works. Because I want to get in a male perspective and I want to take a female perspective. Because I think it's important for both sides to hear what it is or what they feel it is within themselves. So it's something I'm working on. So hopefully that can happen the next time we uh, meet up for our little morning chit-chats. I want you guys, I want to ch- I want to challenge you guys on something today. I want you guys for 24 hours, just for 24 hours, I don't want you guys to say anything negative. Not at work, not at school, not at home, not towards your spouse, your friends, your mom, dad, children, nothing. I want nothing negative. And the moment you have a negative thought to say something, I want you to change that to love. Think of a positive, and I want you guys to see how your day changes. Love is the root all. Love is the root to all. I really believe that. Um, I'll give you a little example. I'm not going into detail, but I'm. I don't know who told me to do this because I'm here torturing myself, torturing myself. I'm doing like a five day hiatus from somebody right now. And as I said earlier, I said, when it's a connection, you can feel them. You can feel it. And I'm using that right now to get through these five days. It's slowly working. Can't can't say I didn't slip up the first two days. I was like, okay, I'm going to contact the person. But the person already done warned me that they were not going to contact me back. So, still working on the five days. And it's challenging me in a different way. It's challenging me to continue outward of love. So, I just wanted to share that with you guys. As hard as this may be, and I'm driving myself crazy, just something I'm doing. Something that's going on. And I think it's helping me redefine what love is for me. And what a real connection is for me. And I think that's why... I wanted to do this in the first place. It's helping me redefine what love really is for myself. And I wanted to make sure that this is really love and it's not something else. Something I've never felt before. To this point, this shit scares me. So, that's what I'm going to share with you guys. And an unfortunate thing that I'm also going to chit-chat about is... We all know Russell Wilson and Sierra. Okay, everybody freaking knows that. And I think, you know, everyone says couple goals and that's my marriage goals and that's this goal and that's that, whatever. But everybody wants to call. I seen a meme and I started laughing because I'm like, yo, this shit is flipping true. Everybody wants to call Russell Wilson corny, but you're just used to dysfunction. Yo, that shit hit hard for me. You can have that love like Russell Wilson and Sierra. You don't know who was praying for who. I seen a meme like that the other day too. It, today, actually. I'm trying to find it. Let me see if I can find it in my phone. Because I screenshotted it. Because that was something I wanted to remember. 
let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, found it. Maybe it wasn't Sierra's prayer. Maybe it wasn't Sierra's prayer. Maybe it was Russell's. That shit, that shit hit deep for me still. I can't lie. So, it's true. We're all used to dysfunction. We're all used to broken homes, broken families, you know, that we are scared to let go of the situations we're in and evolve into something new or we're scared to accept real love and because we have never seen real love we put ourselves in situations that we think is real love where our girls cheated on us and we more than once we continuously forgive her where our dudes cheated on us continuously and we forgive him that shit's not love we're just putting ourselves in a toxic cycle and I almost did this myself and I thank God that God intervened. I really did. I thank God that he intervened before we got married. But I was having a conversation with my homegirl and I really hope I don't misquote what she said, but it was some real shit. It was about, and I think a dude was talking to her about it. It was my girl, Shy. Yo, Shy, if you're listening to this, yo, we need to link up. We need to talk about this again because, yo, this has been on my mind still. It was men tend to marry the women that they're with versus the woman that they're actually in love with. Bro, when I heard that shit, that shit hit home to me because it's also vice versa. Women tend to marry the men that they're with versus the men that they're actually in love with. And I'm going to use myself as an example. So, me and my dude were going through some shit. Me and my ex-dude. I'm sorry, to clarify that. We're going through some shit. And it was a week later he asked me to marry him. A week later. After we done went through our shit. And he didn't ask me to marry him because he really wanted to marry me. I think he asked me to marry him because he was afraid to lose me. And I think we use marriage and engagement as a tool to keep the person close to us because we're scared. We're scared of change. We're scared of new. We're scared of feeling. We're scared, we're, we're scared of it all. And I was sitting down and I was just chilling, talking to my homegirl about it. And I was like, yo, that statement is hella real. So I just want to give you guys the strength. That, yo, it took me 10 years, man. It, it took me 10 years. But if you're in a situation that you feel is not adding to you, get out. But you gotta get out for yourself, and you gotta let you gotta stop letting fear take over, because just as if you have found that person, you can find the right person. The right person will find you. There's something called soul ties. There's something called soul connection, and I believe it's really real. I don't want you guys to get caught up in the dysfunction that you fight for something that's dysfunction and try to make it real and I think that I've been guilty of doing it myself where 
You're like, yo, I'm tired of broken home. I'm tired of broken family. Let's make it work. Let's make it work. Let's make it work. But all you're doing is adding, adding to the dysfunction. That's all you're doing is continuing the cycle. And you trying to fight to break the cycle, you're actually making it worse. And that's what, I'm not going to lie, I did that with my ex. It's like, fuck, we got to make this work. We got to make it work. We got two kids together. We got we got a blended family. You got kids. We got, I have a child. You know that we, we've blended together. Cool. But it was dysfunctional. It was dysfunctional. And it doesn't mean that I love his children any less because I'll, I'll always be there for his kids. And any man who comes into my life is going to have to understand that. I don't need to communicate with him to communicate with his children. You know, and that was my, that's my decision. I, I selflessly love his children and I'm not, I'm not walking away from them because I helped raise them for 10 years and I'm just not going to do that. They're mine. I'll be there at their graduation. I'll be there at their wedding, whatever they need me there for. I'm there. And I think that the disconnect, a lot of people think, oh, When you break up, you got to disconnect from everybody, including their friend. And that's not true because I'm breaking my own heart if I were to cut off his children because his children, I've looked at them as my own. So that's just what it is. That's just what it is. And I would have to respect that if somebody else was in that situation, like, yo, bro, if that was your stepson, if that's your stepdaughter and you want to claim that as yours, yo, bro, I support you. I support you 100%. You took yourself out of a dysfunctional situation and you decided to choose love and you looked at all the love in that aspect and you're continuing to pour love into love. It's just going to multiply. I want you guys to think about how you receive love. Because a lot of us give love, give off love the way we receive it. And I think the way we want to receive it, sorry. And, And I think that that's really wrong. I think you got to have a conversation with your spouse or your girlfriend or whatever. I just use, I use the word spouse for everything. I use spouse and partner. So I'm not always talking about marriage when I say that. Um, But we got to think about how we receive love. Okay. And have that conversation with your partner. Be like, yo, this is how I receive love. Ask your partner how they receive love. Because it's really different from how you receive love. When you have honest and open conversations, that's when real growth starts to happen. That's when real love, that's when the connection starts. That's when it builds. That's when it forms. That's when it it just becomes immaculate. And there is such thing called perfect love. It's it's out there. We just got to take all the negative negativity that we've been fed through society, through our culture, through family, and we got to strip that shit down. And we got to go through again, as I said, rebirth. As I told you, I think I said this in an earlier episode. I think so. Um, I'm trying to, you know, start. I started a journey within myself. I locked my hair. I've always been a reader, so I started buying new books. I bought um, the book called The Weight. From Megan Good and Devon Franklin. It's about waiting to have sex until you're married and da 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 da. Yo, that's some real shit right there. I, I I urge anybody who's in a relationship and they're trying to take it to that next level, yo, read that book. I, I 
I really hope you guys read that book. And there's another book called The Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. I love that. I love that book. And either each chapter is it has something called, you know, relationships, has chapters for your health, your womb, if fertility, everything. Okay? And there's a chapter called Sacred Unions. A sacred woman and a sacred man. And I think we gotta get out of that negative feeling or or saying that yo, I don't need a man. I don't need a woman. And we really gotta understand what we're saying. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, you do need a man and you didn't you do need a woman. Okay? A woman is multiplication. I'll tell you that straight up. A woman is multiplication. What you give her, she multiplies. Okay? And women, in order to multiply, you need that man. And I'm not just talking about a child. I'm also talking about a home. A sanctuary that you guys both create. So we really gotta talk. When people are like, yo, fuck that dude. Fuck that girl. I don't need her. I don't need him. Really think about what you're saying. You're only touching the surface. You're yelling and carrying on about the surface. Yeah, you may not need a man to pay your bills. Cool. Yeah, you may not need a man to take care of you. Cool. Yeah, you may not need a woman to hold you down because you're good. You're hustling in the street. Cool. Yeah, you may not need one woman to lay down with every night because you got options. Cool. But guess what? You gonna need a woman to multiply. You gonna need a man to multiply. You gonna need a woman to make it a sacred u- union. You gonna need a man to make it a sacred union. So you really gotta think about what the fuck we saying out here. We really gotta think about what we're feeding the universe. Cause I'm gonna tell you this. I do need a man in my life. I need a sacred man in my life. So you gotta watch what you say. I don't just need any man. I need a sacred man. So I can create a sacred union with that person. Think about the shit we putting out in the universe. And it starts with looking in the mirror. I want you guys to really go home today and just evaluate what is going on in your love life. I really hope I didn't I hope I don't break up no relationships today. I really hope I don't. But I really hope I bring more self-worth to you today. That was my message. That's my message for today. We got to let go of the dysfunction and stop fighting for the dysfunction thinking that it's real love because it's not. It's not and it's scary. It's scary to be alone. It's scary. But guess what? It's also scary to be unhappy. Because when you're unhappy, what happens? Your mental health deteriorates. Okay? And it starts with communication. And you got to communicate with yourself. Yo, it's okay to talk to yourself, brethren. It's okay to even answer your own questions, man. I tell people all the time, sometimes I need expert advice, so you're damn right I talk to myself. It's okay to do that. I'm going to read something before before we close off this episode or before you start your day. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read it twice so you guys can understand. I said everything starts with communication. And you cannot communicate with somebody else until you really communicate with yourself. Okay? 
the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. I'm going to read that one more time for you guys before we close off this episode. I'm going to leave you with this because this is really heavy. The single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. I'm going to leave you guys with that. This was another episode of Broken Talk. We are going to chit chat on Wednesday morning. Maybe I might just put out an episode Tuesday, you know? Because I'm interested to see the messages that I'm going to get in. So, as I said, this is broken silence. Break your silence. Take those labels off. Take the rip the duct tape off off your mouth that people have been able to suppress you for so many years and tell you what love is when that shit ain't real. Find your own meaning to love and make sure it works for you. I love each and every one of you guys. I love all my listeners, and I just want to shout out. I just looked at my geographical location for all my listeners, man, and. I'm grateful for each and every one of you guys. I'm like, there's like, I don't know, 11 countries right now that are listening to me. So I love all of you. I'm grateful for you guys to the point that you bring tears in my eyes because this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to inspire people. I always say the highest human act is to inspire. And I say that through Nipsey Hussle. So rest in peace. Um, But yeah. It means that somebody's listening to me. It means that I'm inspiring others. And I'm just grateful for you guys, man. This is another episode of Broken Silence Real Talk. I'll see you guys bright and early Wednesday morning. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday. Don't forget to message me or call me. Have a little chit-chat about what is love and what it means to you. And what are you scared of leaving? What are you scared of leaving? What are your fears? 437-488-4871 437-488-4871 or Instagram, Impact Over Intention. Take care.